I am Heiko Hanish, and I achieved what not many did to even attempt. I did the impossible, always doing my best efforts to complete my goals. My undying goal, to escape communist East Germany for a free West Germany, led to a thrilling adventure across landscapes. From facing the KGB to experiencing dreadful conditions, this is my story. The train ride to Prague was frightening, but also exhilarating in a way. The crowded tram only added to these mixed emotions. I tried to tune out the bustle of all the people just for a moment so that I could have time to think. If I completed this mission, my life would change forever. And if I didn't, well, I don't want to think about that outcome. My plan was optimistic, I knew that, for who would be the fool that dares to make such a journey? But I knew I could do it. I was almost certain I was going to be the first person to escape from East Germany to West Germany using the West German embassy. People doubted me, and it was hard not to succumb to their criticism. Somewhere in me, though, I knew that my destiny would not be to stay in this communist land forever, and that fueled me. I watched the land that seemed to be flying by me, blurs of green and occasional vibrant flowers. Even though it was beautiful, I hoped this would be the last time I'd have to see it. All of these thoughts enveloped me, and before I knew it, the train had arrived in Prague. I felt a mood shift once that train had stopped. There was regret, yet I seemed to be the only one experiencing it. Could I even do this? Was everyone staring at me? Did they know about my plan? Everyone was getting off the train, and I followed suit to avoid any suspicion. I looked to the faces around me, and they were calm. How could they be calm? I was about to attempt the most dangerous mission of my life and everyone here is so calm. Do they know about my journey? Clearly not. Are any of them perhaps pursuing a similar adventure? Clearly not again. Suitcase in hand, I left the station and made my way toward the West German embassy. It felt weird walking against the crowd. I felt like everyone was staring, wondering, what does he think he's doing? They must have been asking themselves that. Nonetheless, I kept going. Once I got away from all the bustle, the walk was a serene opportunity to reflect on my mission. I knew it was important not to doubt myself, but so many odds were against me. So many people were against me. Time was flying by, perhaps because of the adrenaline, and I found myself at a hilltop. Looking ahead, I could see it. The place that would set me free. The West German Embassy. Between me and the embassy lie a ten-foot fence, guarded, of course. It was bittersweet when I saw that embassy. Logically, I would never be able to come back to my family or my friends in East Germany once I crossed that fence. Somewhere inside of me, though, I had hope. Hope that one day, Germany would be one, and this will all be mere history. What a world that would be. Snapping back to reality, I hid my suitcase in a bush, knowing it would raise eyebrows if I carried one with me. Knowing the nature of these things, I knew that the guards had to be on some kind of schedule. No one, not even these intimidating, seemingly invincible soldiers, can stand there all day. I found a bench nearby and waited, my only company being my own mind. The time passed by me, but nothing new was happening. I began losing hope. I decided to wait it out until noon. Noon is always the time for change. As I sat there, time seemed to speed up and so did my heart rate. Up until now, I had been excited about my escape plan. Now, the excitement has turned to dread. 
No one has done this before. Anything could happen. More likely than not, something terrible could happen. I tried to avoid it, but fear began to invade my mind. I felt like backing out, but I remembered my family. Back home, in Black Arota, they were rooting for me. They wanted me to get out, to finally be free, to live a life I wanted to live. I remembered my future, how I planned on going to America and completing flight school. Remembering my family and my goals returned to the motivation I had had before. Looking at my watch, I saw the time was 11.59. It was go time. I grabbed my hidden luggage and saw the U.S. soldiers across the German soldiers. I knew using them as protection would be ideal, as the East German soldiers couldn't shoot at the U.S. soldiers. That would start a whole new war. Everything happened quickly, but just as I predicted. The previous soldiers marched away and were replaced by new ones, everything in perfect unison. I didn't have time to just stand and watch, so I took off to the fence. Still staying as close to the U.S. soldiers as I could, I jumped the fence. It happened in an instant, but it felt like forever. I threw my luggage over and immediately followed it. It felt as if I was climbing over an 80-mile wall, rather than the 10-foot fence I'd been looking at the whole time. It seemed that every step I took up the fence, the guards took 10 steps closer to me. I was terrified. I closed my eyes and pulled myself over the top. I was in the clear for now, at least. It felt unreal. I couldn't be shot at at this point, since I was now officially in West German territory. Everything was looking up, but I still had the embassy to deal with. I walked in and was directed to speak with an ambassador. While I sat and waited for the ambassador, I thought about my newfound freedom. I wasn't a citizen quite yet, but I felt that that step was coming up close enough. When I finally met with the ambassador, I was given the mandatory speech on how what I'd done was very illegal, but they wouldn't send me back. They couldn't give me a pass to living in West Germany right away. They said I had to wait. How long, however, I wasn't sure. I couldn't go back to East Germany and get a hotel room, of course, and I couldn't sleep in the embassy. So I had to take to the outside space by the embassy. The weather did not treat me well. I stayed out there for two and a half months total and the rain would not stop pounding down. Thankfully, as the days passed, I was joined by more East Germans, searching for the same fate as myself. What I experienced was very hard, but at least I didn't have to face it all alone. The days were long, the weeks even longer. They didn't tell me how long I would have to wait until they would next talk to me. Some days, it seemed like I would never get a permit to live in West Germany. There wasn't very much to do outside, except for think. I pondered if what I had done was just a waste, but I knew that there had to be something worth the wait. I dreamed of my life in freedom. I could go to flight school, or even live in America. The possibilities were endless and I couldn't wait to experience them. I was ready for another day of just sitting and waiting like before, when I heard a voice. Heiko Hanish, we're ready for you. They were ready for me. All these months of waiting, all of these hard days, and they were ready for me. I tried to hold my excitement when I walked back into the MFC. I was granted the first West German permit when I sat down with the ambassador. However, with this new permit, I would have to travel back into East Germany to return my passport. I wouldn't be making the trip alone, though. I was to be joined by a chancellor. We took the train. 
And using the same logic as before with the U.S. and the East German soldiers, I made sure to stay by the Chancellor's side throughout the entire ride. He was my protection, almost. While the idea of going back to East Germany frightened me, I had made it this far. I knew I could do it. Plus, I had the added protection. Everything was so exciting. All that I had wanted was finally starting to look achievable. My contentment came to a sudden end when the KGB boarded the train. Another mood shift. The KGB disbanded now, were a terrifying Russian police force. I tried not to let fear consume me as they approached each and every person, taking up passports and driver's license. Not wanting to give up every bit of my identification, I made the impulse decision to hide my driver's license in my sock. I discreetly slid it in and put up my best front for the KGB officer. I felt very guilty lying to an official like that, but it ended up being one of the smartest decisions I made. When they had taken everyone's identification, it was time for the final step. Actually receiving a citizenship. Because of my decision to keep my driver's license, I was processed very quickly. My peers weren't so lucky. When I received the citizenship, I was overjoyed. I felt as if I could finally breathe. A weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Life in a free country took some getting used to but it was the best change I ever experienced. Making the trip proved to be extremely difficult, but I expected that. The people that doubted me now were so proud of me, I just knew it. In the end, I was able to accomplish so much, and I discovered that life was so much bigger than the country that I had grown up in. I stayed in Kassel, a West German city, for two and a half years before coming to America and pursuing my dreams of attending flight school. I was amazed at myself. Everyone had doubted me, everyone, but I did it. Some things may seem impossible, but my everlasting determination made that impossible possible. And that is my story.